Have you guys heard of this new thing, which is ASMR? Mm, is it? I don't think so. No. Reverse MRSA. No, ASMR. <laughs> this is, a, this, you guys, this is a perfect platform to practice it, actually. So people listening, you could be in for a treat. Oh. Uh, so this is called Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, okay? I don't even understand what that means. Yeah, it's all about the sounds, basically. Uh, so this is a new trend, okay? A new trend where people talk quietly and slowly. And people listen. It's like if you go on YouTube and type in. Oh, it's a- like ASMR. whispering videos. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it's a Cardi B released one and stuff like that. Very, very slowly. Yeah, and it makes people and go like tingly quiet. and they enjoy it. Not in a, you know, I'm going to say it, not in a sexual way. Uh, and that on, they were on radio one today and they were saying, uh, you know, it's not that, but people misconstrue it that. So if you go on YouTube and touch it, but touch it. If you go on YouTube and type it in. Misconstrued it. <laughs> Don't touch yourself whilst if you watching go- YouTube. <laughs> If you go on YouTube and type it in, um, people play like marbles and tables. They like scratch things and, and people enjoy it. So mm. my suggestion yes. is we do the whole entire show like this. I will make every effort to make that a reality. Just it's going to be great you. until one person just suddenly forgets about it. And So this is episode 11 of the Around the NFL <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Isn't it in Englishman's to an NFL? Englishman's NFL. I, I've given up. This is episode 11. It's the clarity with which you articulate your words and your sentences. They play with marbles and things as well. Great I have diction. no marbles, but like, which like... play diction, exactly. Mm. If you were in a theatre, you would have a diction coach. Can you hear this? Mm. I can hear that. This is settling. Did you watch a show on Netflix called Safe? Mm. No. Um, have you watched Dexter? No. Okay. I've only recently got Netflix. I see. So the show Dexter, the lead actor in Dexter is an American, but he plays a British guy mm. in Safe. And in Go to sleep! <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, this is sorry, but I'm interrupting. Show eleven of the Around the NFL Man's podcast. I don't even know what this show is called anymore. Um, straight into housekeeping. Straight. <laughs> um, we had our review. We're back. We we threatened or said maybe potentially we won't be back the next week, um, but we're back. Um, and we've made a few changes, cut little bits and bobs. You find out as we go through. I didn't need to explain it. Uh, but um, on the housekeeping side of things, Ben, where are we at with our injury report? Injuries. So more players are injured. Uh, Marshawn Lynch has been placed on the injury reserve for the Raiders with a groin injury. Mm. And I'm going to interrupt the injury report just so we can talk about the Raiders going into full tank mode in trading away Khalil Mack, placing yeah. Lynch on IR, Trading away Amari Cooper to the Cowboys was it for a first ending, round pick. Uh, well, it's at well, least it's, you have to wait six until, to eight weeks. Yeah, so yeah, you have to wow. wait a certain number of time. But it's effectively a season over. Trading Amari Cooper to the Cowboys for a first round pick. They have given up this year. Unbelievable. And as much as John Gruden wants to say, no, we're not tanking. Yes, John, you are. Do you reckon it's Derek Carr survives the, the week? He will probably be there until the end of the season. And then they will draft a quarterback. And they will send Derek Carr to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is my prediction. You can track it. I think it. that would work for both teams. And in eight months' time, when that happens on March 22nd, I will be heralded as a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, anyway. I, I think, though, for both teams, that would make sense. I think yeah. Carr and the Raiders, it just seems like a bleh at the moment. Um, yeah. And the Jags, not anyone happy. but Bortles, Bortles is going to yeah. be better. So, yeah. 
Anyway, yes, so Marshall Lynch was an IR. Melvin Gordon was like a last-minute hamstring, hamstring oh, thing. Oh, no. It, scary for running backs. Yeah, it is scary. I mean, you look at Leonard Fournette. And Cook. Um, and, and, and Melvin Gordon hasn't necessarily been the healthiest player historically anyway, although that's no. normally been his knees. So we're still not certain about the time frame or the severity of that. Uh, but that's an injury to track. Sony Michelle mm. um, suffered a, a nasty-looking knee injury, mm-hmm. although he went for an MRI and it came back clear. So he didn't tear anything by, by the sounds of awful. it. Which is a miracle, kind of like Cooper Cup, in that you saw his knee go through what it went through and then you're thinking, okay, that's him gone for ever. And then he came back and was fine. Michelle looks like he might be okay, which is good news for them. Uh, the Dolphins might be without Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills to two separate injuries for the next couple of weeks. Wow. Um, Albert Wilson in particular suffered what they're calling a significant hip injury. Um, which isn't great. Kenny mm. Stills, just a lower body. Um, for the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay are going to be without uh, Quan Alexander, their star linebacker, probably for, a, in fact, definitely for the rest of the season. He's torn his ACL, which oh, isn't good. They, um, they do not need decent players on defense leaving them. <laughs> no, they're already the league's worst defense, although they somehow managed to shut the Browns down mostly. Browns will um, be the Browns. Correct, Amundo. Um For the 49ers, uh, their... Uh, star cornerback Adrian Colbert who came in last year um, through a, after a lot of injuries to other players and played really well he's now been put on IR with an ankle injury so a bad 49ers defence loses an important player mm. um, and Vontez Perfect has injured his hip and I've put in brackets hip hooray <laughs> a horrible man hip hip hooray didn't he he got fined he got fined $112,000 for his game against the Steelers and he's known what? as a filthy player he's filthy how can um, he get fined that, what by his club or by the by, by the NFL league? for basically being a he, complete dirtbag and late hits and being nasty like there, there are YouTube compilations of his worst hits and tackles and some of them are like headshots you're like okay he's aiming for someone's head but then there's others where he's like deliberately maliciously he'll make a tackle he did it uh, to Cam Newton and he did it to Greg Olsen on the Panthers like he'll make a tackle brings him down to the ground and whilst they're still on the ground kind of like okay I've been tackled will like grab their ankle and twist it as far around as he can to try and like tear ligaments or whatever he's not a nice human he's but mad. he's hurt his hip um, well hip hip hooray yeah, yeah. that's I what see I why yeah. You've done that. yeah fantastic you're a genius I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> You've hit Back, genius thanks, even yeah. earlier than you expected to. You, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just setting up the cannon. There's a chosen 22 shot into space. That was a very unimpressive cannon. I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> Needs a bit more rumble. Very good. Wow. Audio listeners, eardrums. Bang. Everyone <laughs> screaming on trains and things. We have um, shot the, all the Chosen 22 in the head. They've gone. All, all of them have gone. Uh, we're placing it now by... Uh, what's this say? The acronym section. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use complicated words for me to read for the first time. Acronym the acronym well. section. I like this. Uh, MVP, uh, the OPOT... <laughs> Hi, offensive. O, o potty and D potty. The offensive Oppity player of the year D-potty. and the defensive player of the year. Okay, so we've got MVP, Oppity, Doppity. Um, so, so, yeah. so just some context, if you can't tell by what we're rambling about. <laughs> we, up until now, have had the Chosen 22, which is our uh, team of players that we would want to build a team around mm. and to have every week. Um, and that was shifting, and we just kind of felt that actually... Too much. It was too much to keep track of. Too much. We stopped caring about the offensive line and the defensive line and most of the defence for a while. Yeah. Um, and Larry Fitzgerald was never going to leave our team, even Fair. though... He's the first in the cannon. Yes. 
just put them down. And so basically we decided we needed a different segment because it wasn't really working for us. So we've replaced it with... MVP, Oppity Doppity. Yes. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. And this is going to be a similar concept of a Chosen 22 and it will put names forward. And so let's say in a minute, MVP, probably put in Patrick Mahomes for that right now Mm. as an example. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a disagreeing yeah, or not, a, a no, but that's <laughs> good. We, we, we could discuss it right now then. So yeah, sure, let's go let's... let's go to offensive person of the year first though. Offensive player of the year. Because, okay. So what I'm thinking is I can't look anywhere else other than Todd Gurley. He has 12 touchdowns and yeah. um, that's just un- unbelievable. You, Adam Thielen obviously having seven consecutive 100 plus yard games and he's two up touchdowns there. up yeah. there. But, uh, so, so Todd Gurley, so 12 touchdowns, untouchable. I think he's had something like 650 yards as well. Um, how does he not become the MVP then? Obviously, I understand that quarterbacks are more valuable, things like that, but he is outperforming everyone in the league, potentially or not offensively. Is he outperforming Patrick Mahomes though? Um, I'd say that recently Mahomes is leveled. He's, he's more human. Four touchdowns. He's throwing a few mm. more interceptions, but he still threw four touchdowns against the Bengals. I get that a quarterback is more important. They do so much more than yeah. the running back. Um, that My argument would be this, is I... I agree with you. Look so at then stats would Mahomes not always be offensive player of the year as well? I then? think they normally, I think they kind of play a little bit of politics and they split it in. The, okay. Like they'll name, they'll name a quarterback MVP and just so that they, because they're aware of like running backs and wide receivers are also awesome and make a big difference. So kind of okay, offensive player of the year will name someone different. Okay, yeah. So last year I think MVP was Tom Brady, but then offensive player of the year I think might have been Gurley. Yep. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So they normally. So we'll do, do the split as well. So I agree. Yeah. yeah. So Mahomes. I just want to get that out of you for people who are listening, and for Lewis, who's a, a young fan. Uh, so we have MVP as um, at the moment, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I think offensive person, of the, uh, a player of the year. We're going to go Todd Gurley. I agree. Uh, and then defensive um, player, player of the year. <laughs> uh, who 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 would you have then? So if you'd have asked me two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. it would have been Khalil Mack because mm-hmm. ever since he moved to the Bears, he was tearing up. He, unfortunately, has kind of been playing through an ankle injury, so hasn't been as effective. Um, and so a lot more light has been shared on Aaron Donald, who had a four-sack game against the 49ers. Wow. And he's just consistently making a difference. And so he's, he's in that race, um, and I think he's probably just about heading that race off. You could probably look to somebody like Denzel Ward, um, is yeah. he, am I thinking of the right guy? Is he Charger or is he Browns? He's a Browns. My head is not in this. Den- okay, so Denzel Ward would be a good one. Yeah. Who, who am I thinking of? The Chargers guy. We had him in our team. Um, my head no longer exists. He- it's been a Hayward, strange week. No, the rookie. Derwin James. Derwin James. Yes, Ian Haskell. So those those three guys would be yeah. my top three. Yeah. Um, I don't have a preference because I haven't looked at it enough, so I can't have no, an opinion. This is a very uh, Michael Pierce. segment. <laughs> Ian can't go a week without naming a Raven hey, for some kind he had, of award. He had a fumble recovery this week. Leave him alone. He did. Okay. Um, but just some more context for people at home. We, both Ian and I, are in a very weird space today. I'm tired. You know, we haven't, Ian's very tired after a long day at work. We haven't, we've both kind of had weekends where we didn't watch much football. Spent some time so with the wife personally and Ben went away for the weekend. I went to some Welsh hills. Not just by myself. I had some other people with me. But <laughs> just some, some time alone. Weekend away. Had no phone signal for our weekend. Yeah. It's kind of sneaky going. Nice. Disconnect. And mm. without knowing this, I was like, okay, Mills, I'm not going to have the lads around Sunday night. Let's spend uh, an evening together, you know, show the value. Had the phone on in the background, but uh, but um, you can't really take it in fully when you're trying to watch Game of Thrones and things like that. Um, so, yeah, we're both sort of uh, away from 
you know, slightly disconnected. However, we'll have fun to bring us into a place of being connected, I have breaking news for the first time on the Englishman's NFL podcast. We have breaking live action news, <laughs> um, and it's mostly inconsequential. Uh, oh. oh, Eli Apple, yes. cornerback for the New York Giants, is being traded to the New Orleans Saints. According Ooh. to Adam Schefter of ESPN. Isn't he a bit of a troublemaker? Is that the person I'm thinking of? He's been a little bit up and down. Would yeah. you say he's a bad apple? You could, Lewis, if you were a really bad headline writer for The Sun. That sounds like Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off, guys. Nice. Uh, that is first about breaking news. Yeah. Uh, uh, another piece of news. Start of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, the world shifted and I changed know. i felt the the floor tremor yeah so hugh jackson once said that when he watched robert griffin third work out for the browns that the ground shifted beneath his feet like the entire earth shifted and he was like i found a guy this is a similar moment yeah for a very different reason for the first time this adds sorry that adds to hugh jackson just, just to be, he needs yes. to get in the cannon be shown to base yes <laughs> so for the first time ever Justin Tucker missed a point after attempt he has never missed one and even since 2015 where it got moved back like 10 yards he still never missed one oh, no. until Sunday and it meant so much this time nothing is sacred nobody's safe hold your loved ones tight for though on Sunday it was Justin Tucker we all shall fall and this Sunday it could be you. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ravens needed that, but we'll get to that in the game recap. Yes, we will. Game Speaking of which. recaps with Ian and Ben. Uh, Lewis puts, is it still 90 seconds? No, it's not two minutes now. Can we make it 90 seconds for this week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis puts 90 seconds on the timer. And me and Ben do our best to fill that time with very little knowledge of the weekend's games. That's a lie. We have knowledge. Um, normally it will be two minutes, but this weekend, who cares? So, <laughs> by teams this week with Steelers, Seahawks, Raiders, Packers, Ben, Broncos, Cardinals. The Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL. I beg to differ, but we'll get to that later. Okay, great, fantastic. But they are just... There's nothing that's working for them as... <laughs> Ian's breaking the equipment. There's nothing that's working for the Cardinals as a team right now. Offense, no. defense, it's all kind of crumbling. They fired their offensive coordinator... Um, Out of a cannon! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They've they've fired their offensive coordinator, Mike McCoy, and hopefully for Sam Rosen, for David Johnson, for Larry Fitzgerald, it kind of kick-starts something. Mm -hmm. Because particularly for Rosen as a rookie quarterback... It's just the worst situation for him to be surrounded by complete incompetence I know. at every level. He is. He, I, I've got it in the same I've written down, but he is the glimmer of the light at the end of the tunnel. They have they, yeah. him and David Johnson have a, you know, there's there's a bit of hope yeah. and a few of their defensive players. Yeah, although Patrick Peterson has come out and said he wants to be traded because oh. he recognises how bad the team is. Um, as for the Broncos, they they win forty five ten, a couple of defensive touchdowns. Um, Emmanuel Sanders continues his excellent start to the season. He threw a touchdown. He caught a touchdown. Went over 100 yards. Uh, their big he's success. Playing unbelievably. He's playing incredibly well. As, as much as Case Keenum hasn't been great, Sanders has been good in that limited success. Yeah. Um, and Philip Lindsay, their undrafted rookie running back, um, has also been incredible. Mm. He grabs himself another touchdown, 90 something yards on the ground. Um, he's been um, a really bright spot for them as well. And for a Broncos team that had a little bit of a wobble mm-hmm. um, for a couple of weeks, come out and have a. Like a yell. <laughs> that was very loud. 
come out and have a, well, a classic get right game against the Cardinals yeah. which will probably happen for a lot of teams this year I let out a little bit of poo and that was terrifying <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying I've turned it down a little bit okay that made me jump okay Titans uh, Chargers so Wembley the Titans game. yeah so after last week me going into depth about how the Wembley games are always lopsided this one was uh, Chargers 20 Titans 19 um, and the Titans lost by a last second two point conversion to win the game uh, to go 21-20 up um, and they failed to get it, so they lost the game. Uh, ben, before the show, just said he wanted to say something about that quickly. Well, so... When I say quickly... Pre- predictably, a lot of people came out and said, oh, what a dumb decision. Mm. It was the wrong decision, ultimately, because they didn't get it. Yep. It doesn't make it a bad decision. Mm-hmm. I think that if if Belichick did it, or if Doug Peterson did it, yeah. or if like these kind of coaches that people actually have success with yeah. did it, They'd be like, oh yeah, what a great decision. Yeah. Uh, you know, put a game on the line, try and win it. Fantastic, aggressive yeah. coaching. But when it's a first year coach on a team that's struggling, they're kind of like, oh no, it's silly. Yeah. They would have struggled to get down there again, potentially. Uh, the Chargers dominated much of the game, though, uh, but the Titans had one good last drive, which sort of put them in contention. Um, the Chargers, obviously, lacking Gordon. Uh, he is so good. He does give He's, them so yeah. many options. Like the week before, r- rush for three touchdowns, um, multiple touchdowns on other weeks. Um, so they did miss him, uh, but they do look good. And Philip Rivers looks like the best I've seen him play Seriously. since I've been in the NFL. And he's, he's playing so amazing. good, yeah. Because he's been really inception prone. I think two years ago, he led the league in inceptions very clean this year. But like, even last year as well, he's really cut that down. Yeah. He didn't even throw one interception in that Come game. Come on, Lewis. Love yes, it. Lewis. So uh, he threw early <laughs> touchdowns in the first and the second quarter to Tyrell Williams and Mike Williams. Um, to add uh, add that to some field goals and the Chargers just did enough to get the win. And Chargers go into a bye week now where Melvin Gordon can let his hamstring heal yeah. and Joey Bosa comes back, back afterwards. Again. Yeah, they look very good. Ben, yeah. Patriots at the Bears. I'm really enjoying the Bears this year. Yeah, I do. I as, as kind of, they came into the year, certainly the preseason, the talk was they could be this year's Rams. Um, they had uh, Nagy come in as a head coach people think no he's a great offensive mind been under Andy Reid young quarterback all of this stuff going on and as much as they haven't quite lived up to that level of success mm-hmm. they've been a really enjoyable team to watch um, Trubisky he's had some struggles kind of passing the ball he hasn't mm-hmm. been great in that department but when he's had games like that yeah. where he hasn't been able to find his wide receivers and make those big splash plays through the air he's just pulled it down and run it he led the Bears in rushing this game, 80-something rushing yards. Um, Tariq Cohen has become a really important part of their game mm-hmm. in the same way that the Patriots have obviously got James White catching passes out of the backfield. They're using Cohen in that way. Um, and he he's so great. shifty and he's yeah. so quick. And he can he makes players miss all the time. Uh, Trey Burton looks like a really important pickup for them in free agency as well as their tight end. He's stepped up and, and lived up to a good portion of the hype that yeah. certainly within fantasy circles was put on him. Um, the scariest thing about the Patriots is obviously yes they win another game mm-hmm. and uh, they were within one yard of this game being tied on a Hail Mary in like the last second Kevin Kevin White catches the ball gets stopped at a one yard line that would have been incredible but Josh Gordon man it's so it should be illegal for them to have Josh Gordon on that team because they're still good. building up a level of rapport yeah. he's still learning the offence it's going to get scary and he's still he's already catching like four for a hundred yeah, and there are a couple of throws that Brady missed on could have put him at like 6 for 160 something it's a standard Brown situation that happened yes it, Josh Gordon has done really well to recover from the hamstring injury that made him leave the Browns <laughs> so I have the 
Bills. At the Colts. Yeah. So this is the worst team in the <laughs> NFL, and I and I, I would fight you for it. Uh, the Bills suck, and this will continue to happen uh, for maybe a year or two is what I'm thinking. Um, I'm saying that those in the Cardinals, they're definitely the best. So The worst, sorry. The worst, yeah. um, But the Cardinals have a glimmer of hope, whereas Bills would say, yeah, we have Josh Allen, but well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the Colts look to have found their running back as well, so Marlon Mack, he rushed for 126 yards and a touchdown, plus 33 yards receiving and a touchdown. Um, they we said a couple weeks ago they're lacking running backs. Obviously, he's he's been struggling with injuries, yeah. so he he it's looked good, good last year. Fitness. Yeah, it is, and he makes a big difference to that team. So I think a few weeks ago we covered that Andrew Luck uh, threw the ball sixty plus times. I think it was sixty four times in the game. And obviously, game Man, script it's... does dictate how many times the quarterback's going to throw the ball through behind you, throw the ball. But uh, and obviously in this game the Bills never really threatened them. But he threw, only threw the ball twenty three times, which is low in a thirty seven five victory um, for yeah. even Andrew Luck. Um, so really. The Colts, to be successful, need a run game. Every team do. Um, and also, they need to be protecting Andrew Luck from too many uh, passes and the risk of him being hit too many times. So this was like a, the great recipe for them. Yeah. Uh, and they look really good at the moment. Um, I think for the Bills, it is just between them, the Raiders and the Cardinals, who's going to get the top pick. And all of those teams are just going to be praying that they get it. The Bills have won a couple of games now. Yeah. So it's like the, they... The Bills kind of feel like... The Jets a little bit of last year. The Bills D is actually quite good. They weren't in this game, but no. you're right. But they're not right. bad. I so, think the so Colts the, are quite hard to play against. Yeah, that's true. The Jets last year ended up with like the the fourth or fifth pick, maybe even a sixth pick they traded up. Yeah. But they kind of hurt themselves almost in that draft yeah. lottery by winning more games than perhaps they should have. Yeah, and it could be the Bills do that. Soon. Yeah. Um, just quickly, the Colts D, who's, who is normally quite poor, had a really good game. They had two sacks, two fumble recoveries and three inceptions. Um, their game was as good as the Browns. Uh, Bills was bad though. Uh, ben, Lions, <clears throat> Dolphins. This is the game where all of the love that I've built up for Kerryon mm. Johnson is finally fully, properly justified, and it feels incredible. Agreed. For a land, for lands, for a Lions franchise that has been without a proper running back for so long, without a hundred yard rusher for so long, Johnson comes out, grabs a hundred and something yards last week. I think it's like hundred and two last week. Yeah. Breaks out for hundred and fifty eight. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. this week, um, and they finally can they can start burying teams like they did against the Dolphins this week. They buried them under a rushing attack. Yeah, they just haven't been able to have that identity yet. He was, um, he was so close to getting touchdowns as well because oh. he, he rushed, they got to the goal line, he rushed uh, once uh, and they failed and they bought on Blunt and the blocking was so good for Blunt <laughs> that he literally, he walked in untouched and yeah. I was I was just like, oh man, it would have been great for him to have 158 and a touchdown would have been brilliant. And a touchdown would have yeah. been incredible. Um, but yeah, he's he's finally, he's, he's looking like he's looked over the past few weeks but they're finally giving him the keys now. He lo- oh, say, right, it's so good. Lead. Theo Riddick was injured as well which really yeah, helped him. So he didn't help. actually get many receiving yards but no. it just helped him be on the field more so yeah, they could definitely. run it more. So I just, I hope they see that though. I hope they see it. I, I think they're starting to. I think they can't ignore it now. I have, I have two games. fancy teams and he's in both of them. <laughs> and then yeah. our main one, he's been stashed in my team just waiting to come out and it felt great. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Dolphins, I think, are finally being exposed a little bit yeah. in that the, what they're, they're quite lucky to be four and three. I yeah, think I, I said agree. this last week in that they've been winning games in a way that's just not sustainable. No. Um, and when they can't hit on the splash plays, when they can't nab a special team punt return touchdown, they're in trouble. Yeah, and it was like that this week. They couldn't really get anything going. No. Who knows how long Ryan Tannehill's going to be out for. No. And Brock Osweiler doesn't look terrible, but they, like you said, they just, they do lack weapons and things. It's a shame because they started well. And yeah. I have a good bet on them to be in the playoffs. 
Let's say they could still make playoffs. They could. Absolutely, they could. Vikings, Jets. Let's uh, go. Vikings, Jets, just quickly though. All teams, like you'd say Ravens having a good season and you say Texans being indifferent, the same record. Yeah. So it's like, madness. so this year, we're going to get to the time of the year when it goes to playoffs and teams are going to be, it's going to be super close. And it's going to be week, super Week 17 could actually be important. It's going to be super insane. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I'm really excited. Uh, so the Vikings look like the Vikings. I said that last week, but they really do start to look like the Vikings. Um, if they continue, so if the Chargers and the Vikings and teams who we've always thought could be as good as they could be, we could have, like I said, I reckon this year, playoffs as well could be really exciting. Whereas last year we had some teams get to playoffs and then just flop. Whereas I've got yeah. a feeling this could be uh, a great end of season. Um, but they rolled into New York and then rolled over the Jets. Sam Darnold, um, he looked he looked pretty bad actually. I saw some this game. game. Yeah. Uh, three, three inceptions, one fumble, uh, and he completed less than 50% of his passes. Um, the Vikings D look good but it's going to look good if someone's throwing the ball to you um, so the Vikings obviously they have a great D or have a good D not as great as it was last year mm. but they're so good going forwards at the moment yeah. uh, Latavius Murray looks like starting running back um, for them which Scary. he's obviously <laughs> filling in at the moment for Dalvin Cook uh, so if Cook comes back you can imagine he could do extremely well because Murray is getting uh, he's getting a lot of touches and he's making it happen but Adam Phelan like I said earlier seven consecutive games of 100 plus yards um, and he's, I think he's had three or four, maybe four touchdowns in them games as well. He's yeah. looking unbelievable. Have you heard a story about he was undrafted, yeah. got picked up by the Vikings, got cut by the Vikings. This is like a couple of things as well. So like he struggled to get into college, things like that. Played Div- Division Two in college and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then got cut by the Vikings, taken back, didn't play for three years basically. Now, now he's doing this. It's this unbelievable story. Um, really, really love it. Um, so he's broke some records and tied another one. Uh, Kirk Cousins has his... Has his uh, it's fumble. He loves yeah, to have standard, a fumble. So it's it's, it's sick for the season, Man. which is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, the Vikings look like the Vikings. And 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 just on that, I know that I at the beginning of the year said that the Vikings could be in trouble mm. for, for whatever reason. This year, Kirk Cousins seems to have found the secret mm. to performing well under pressure because that's always been his thing. Is that if if the line doesn't hold up and if a if a defense puts him under pressure, he fumbles. He throws a pick. He just can't function yeah. properly he's right. a completely different quarterback he's a completely different quarterback under pressure but in a good way now yeah and I think part of that is the surrounding cast it's exciting yeah that was the end of my notes by the way so the next ones I go I'm just going to be ad-libbing <laughs> maybe even making things up incredible stay tuned, stay tuned. <laughs> Panthers Eagles um, the Panthers fun fact that was they were 17 nothing down so they were being shut out um, come back to win 21-17 that is the their biggest comeback win in franchise history. Can you imagine how much I was sweating when I looked at Cam Newton in like late in the third quarter? <laughs> like on five points. I was like, oh, goodness. as you're starting fantasy. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was terrible. But he, he does that almost every week. Like he'll do nothing for three quarters, and then oh, I need yeah. to win this game. Okay. Yeah. And and actually on that, I said it was either last week or the week before um, that like Cam Newton isn't necessarily a quarterback that you want to have. Uh, the success of a game week riding on no, so much. I agree. Like if, if you're down in the fourth quarter and you need a touch, a one touchdown game winning drive, he's not necessarily the guy that you trust properly. No, fully agree. He can do it mm-hmm. and he can break it out. But if you want the level of consistency, we said no. the other week that he's not that guy. Well, he no. was in this. He game. did this week. Last week he overthrew three, three for his last three passes and they lost. Yeah, they were yeah. bad. That that four and out was yeah just bad, terrible bad play. Yeah. This week, he had a fourth and ten, I think, in that fourth quarter, um, where he he threw the ball as he was being tackled whilst he was in midair and still found his guy. Threw for over 200 yards in that fourth quarter alone and two touchdowns. Unbelievable. Um, just stepped up. Um, 
and so for the Eagles, they were great offense and defense for three quarters, and then just collapsed, mm-hmm. completely shut down, couldn't move the ball, couldn't stop the ball, um, and it feels like last year they found an identity in the running game where they could start off and they could bring the running backs in and have a base uh, and a foundation to work on. I haven't had that this year. They're still struggling to find, I think, which is a little bit of their identity. Mm. And so the, the good thing for them is that the, their division isn't the strongest. No. Um, and so they should really be a shoe in for the playoffs, but it'll be a different year for them. Yeah, and then you look at the NFC South and it's just it's like three decent teams in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Browns and Bucks. Great stuff. So, <laughs> so prepared. Uh, the Browns went into overtime for the fourth time this season, I of think. Of course it is. They love overtime this year. It's unbelievable. Uh, and they lost to a 59-yard field goal, which is, that is pretty sick. Was it 59? It was 59 yards, yeah. Bloody hell. So a couple of weeks, <laughs> I think last week we saw, or the week before that, Graham Grenoe kicked a 63-yard field goal to win the game. Um, but yeah, 59-yard field goal. Going into the fourth quarter, though, the Browns were trailing um, 23-9, which is pretty wow. considerable uh, and then Nick Chubb who is uh, oh, so the Browns traded son. Carlos Hyde to the Jags last week so Nick Chubb was sort of named the starter well Drew Johnson was actually named starter but Nick Chubb was going to get Nick the lion's share yeah. um, and he had his one yard touchdown and he, I think he rushed for 80 yards because I had him I picked him straight up off waivers yeah. and Duke Johnson just because I'm a git um, <laughs> and then started Chubb so yeah he got a touchdown early in the um, fourth quarter and then Jarvis Landry had a uh, touchdown late on to take it to overtime yeah. Um, but the the Browns, like people said that Mayfield played great in that, but like they were so slow to get going and things like that. It's like I, they still just have a lot about. It was an awful overtime. Yeah, it was bad. And I just think if you look at the Browns, they just still feel very Brownsy. Like yeah, they are getting closer to drawing games every week instead of losing them all. But like <laughs> at least they're getting to overtime. Yeah, that's at this it. Point. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if you look at their offense now compared to when we we're looking at the beginning of the season, we were like, wow, this offense is legit one of the best in the league uh, on paper. Um, whereas if you look at it now, it actually has a lot of holes in it suddenly. Um, I would disagree to an extent in yeah. that I actually, I, I believe that Nick Chubb is a better running back than Carlos Hyde. Yes. Um, and I think they're taking Gordon. him out of the picture. They did, they did lose Gordon. So yeah. in terms of a wide receiver room, they're very thin. They've had a yeah. lot of injuries. They've still got Landry. They've still got Njoku. Hyde going opens up, yes, room for Nick Chubb, but also for Duke Johnson to yeah. become a bit more of a force. I feel like it was the best move all around, and I think that really the only thing now stopping them from being a competent team is Hugh Jackson. Well, Fire him, don't care. Come out on. of the cannon! <laughs> out of the cannon. Yeah. Oh, this is going to have to stay every week like this. This is fantastic. <laughs> I spoke slower, which helped 90 seconds go faster. So, Ben. Texans and the Jags. Thank you, I locked my phone. The... The Jags are imploding, man. As a team, they're just completely shutting down from the inside out. It's really weird. Bortles, yeah. like, there's an analogy that um, a couple of guys that I follow talk about, and a quarterback can either be a truck or a trailer. He's either the truck that pulls your team forwards or is a trailer that has to be pulled forward by your team. Bortles is neither of those. He's right. a millstone around the neck of he's his organisation. He's a dead badger on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing more than just holding them back. He's like forcibly dragging them down. Shoot him out of a cannon! Shoot him out of a cannon! No. It's more like a gong. Uh, um, like, yeah, he's terrible. He, he's, he's been bad. He fumbled twice. He got benched in this game uh, for Cody Kessler, um, which made me laugh very, very much. He... The, They've got to get to a point when they're just like, okay, we'll see out this year. They they gave him this year as an extension because of an injury to his wrist in the in the 
um, off season, which is a thing that I think went a little bit under the radar, and a lot of people think, well, why give him the extension in the first place? Mm. Is because they kind of were forced into it because he didn't he didn't clear as an active player in time to be to be like cut or traded or whatever. But they could have then traded for someone and just put they, on the bench. They absolutely should so have brought bad. in Teddy Bridgewater or somebody like that. They Anyone absolutely should have done, um, and they didn't, and that's their fault. And even even the defense is imploding a bit. Mm-hmm. Like they've just completely lost all of the like the uh, last year they were a terrifying defense to go up against because everywhere you looked they were making interceptions they were forcing fumbles they're I think minus 12 on turnover differential this year um, which is not a foundation for success Um, DeAndre Hopkins burned Jalen Ramsey for one incredible one-handed catch and then a touchdown Um, and Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson didn't fly on the plane out for the Texans to to Florida for this game. They made him ride the bus because they were concerned about his ribs and his lung and the air pressure and like the pressure in the cabin doing like affecting him. They made him ride the bus. <laughs> like it was a team insane. bus. But they put him on a bus rather than a plane because he was that banged up but still kind of played it was a bad fantasy game for a bit. Played okay in real life. How long would that take to get there? Uh well it's kind of across and then down, so it wouldn't necessarily be too long, but it's America, so it's like a million hours. Me. That um, is nuts. Like the, the, just rest the man, right? If you're worried about him dying on the plane, he shouldn't be playing American football. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the rule. Yeah, it's like concern oh. of the pressure might get to him, but oh, he's, like, yeah. oh, he's fine no. to be here. <laughs> but, but in fairness to him, the fact that he's playing through this stuff, there was a lot of pre-draft talk about him not necessarily being tough enough because yeah. he's quite like he's tall-ish, where he's kind of what six-one, I think. Mm. Um, he's a li- little bit slighter, and so we we saw him get beat up. <laughs> the Constantly. other week where he was trying yeah. to run things in for a touchdown but the Texans moved to 4-3 and three after an 0-3 start and are now clear leaders of their division so sneaky shout for a playoff spot for yes. a patchy team uh, their D is good yes talk about your children Saints and Ravens okay this this is the level of me being committed to my wife on Sunday night that I I didn't even really catch up on this game which is I know I know I'm disappointed I'm proud of you um, yeah. thanks guys Yeah, I'm happy for Mills <laughs> I found out about Tucker missing the extra point like the day after a few hours like into the morning I was like oh okay I'll look into this um, but it was the best defence against the best offence in the NFL yeah um, what so, the Saints were the best offence over the Rams uh, yeah yeah well people I think people were saying the most maybe yards. yeah I think people I'm just going on what people are saying I don't, sure, I don't know then you know, I'm just a guy from, I'm just a guy from England. Then. Don't put me on the bloody him. spot. I don't need this. I don't need we don't, this. We don't deal with facts here. Uh, if we, we keep talking like this, up. it's great because I have little to say. No, uh, the Saints uh, went into the fourth quarter. So the Ravens going into this game were brilliant. Uh, I think they've given away something like seven points maximum in one in the fourth quarter yeah, in a game. They so they hadn't good. gone high in seven points in the single game. They hadn't game. let in a touchdown in the second half for ages. Yes. Uh, in this game, they conceded two touchdowns and a field goal in the fourth quarter. Um, which put the Saints 24-17 up against the Ravens. Uh, and then we had a really good drive. Um, John Brown had a 14-yard um, touchdown pass from Joe Flacco um, to get a point behind the Saints. And then Justin Tucker comes in and misses a kick. You know, he is potentially, at the end of his career, if he carries on this trajectory, going to be the best kicker oh, the, the NFL has ever seen. Yeah, he is. Um, So you can't blame him for that. These things happen. We would have lost a lot more games in the past if we had a kicker who was... Uh, not Tyson Tucker yeah, yeah that's it so we owe him a lot um, just going into that quickly though, Lamar Jackson um, got his first touchdown for, as a yeah. Raven as well with a uh, rush um, otherwise guys yeah Ravens lose Saints win Ravens go 4-3 and, and Saints go 
five and two. Let me have a no, look. they've had their buy, so it'll be five, five yes. and one, maybe. Let me try to find it on my little or four app. and two, I don't know. The Saints are five and one. Five and one. I thought they lost two games at the beginning of the season. Unbelievable. Okay, good. 5-1. Fair play. Great. Ben. Where are we now? Rams and 49ers. Okay. So, Sean McVay and Carl Shanahan are two of, like, I don't think it necessarily needs to be argued, are two of the brightest offensive minds of football. The schemes that they're building are incredible. Mm. And even with the 49ers being a, a bad team right now, mm. the football they play is actually great. Yeah. The way that they're using George Kittle out of a tight end is great. The way that they're scheming players open is incredible. They've just been ruined by injuries mm-hmm. with McKinnon, with Garoppolo, and on defense as well. We're losing players everywhere. Breeder's not been at full health. No. Um, oh, so, who's so, in your fancy team, as you call Yeah, right. And so they, they've been plugging gaps. And so it's not really a surprise for the Rams, who have had no injuries and have Todd Gurley and have Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. Um, to come out and, and spank them, you know, 39-10. Um, <laughs> but really, look at the Rams, still unbeaten. The only thing at this point that's going to derail their season is an injury to Jared Goff. Mm. Like, Gurley could tear his ACL, not that I want him to, but Ger- Gurley could tear his ACL and they'd probably still be fine. They like, are so good. They are very, very good. And when you see Todd Gurley run... I, I cannot believe how fast he gets before he actually gets to his a defensive player. His speed is unbelievable. It is, it is scary. But it's also incredible. Like If you were a neutral mm. coming in to just appreciate football, the Rams have a team to watch right now. Definitely. Because even in a game against a 49ers team, that it could have just been one of those grind-out games if you go up by 15 points and he just run for a bit. They still stick up 39 points and still come out after and said, we need to do better in the red zone. They're like... Okay, score 50 points next week. Let's go. Yeah. Todd Gurley is a, a, a freak. Uh, just a freak. <laughs> yeah. He goes through like a crowd of men at such a speed, it looks like he's untouched. But when you watch the highlight, he's like just bouncing Shifting. off people. Yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. He's, he's such a great player. He's horrible to play against in fancy week. Cowboys, Washington. Oh my word. What's the worst team you could possibly have? You have no notes to have the Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> oh. uh, so uh, if you look at the box score, as I am right now, uh, you can see that Dak Prescott had the same amount of rushing guys <laughs> as Zeke Elliott. 33. 33. Uh, oh. But Dak Prescott had a touchdown for his. Uh, but away from that, not many teams can slow down the Cowboys rushing game. Um, but Washington, as you've been going through the season slowly, everyone's saying their defense is probably top five defense. Sneaky good. Yeah. And then to be doing this, you know, if you're thinking fancy as well, for certain matchups, Washington can be a big uh, add. Because 100%. this is a, a great streamer. Oh yeah, that's it. So the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper. Was that yesterday? Uh, yeah. So yeah. So game, yeah, yeah, yeah. So going it. in, yeah. So our chat recently has been about how poor their wide receivers been. Uh, actually, Alan Hearns had five receptions, which I reckon could potentially be more. That could double his season receptions. <laughs> I can check that. He's had thirteen on the season. So yes, wow, terrible. Um, he had five receptions, seventy-four yards. Um, Michael Gallup, so the rookie. He had 81 yards and a touchdown, so that's pretty decent for him. Uh, Let me just go to the other part. Oh, no, I've just gone off the box score. This is terrible. (laughs) Terrible time. Uh, Adrian Peterson for for Washington looks very, very very good. good. If you lost your fancy week by a 0.5 or uh, lost by a point, you'd be well gutted that he had 99 yards. (laughs) 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 Because he was a a yard off another point. Uh, So, yeah, another 24 carries, 99 yards. Uh, 
Kareem Bibbs had 43 yards of the touchdown. How long's left, Lewis? <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. I do apologize. Put us out of our misery. I've always said that me and Ben are very, very professional and prepared. And you know, yes, 100%. Challenge me on that. Being I mean, thrown into... You, you hit a minute and a half exactly. Dead on. Great. So yeah, you're in time I don't clock. care what they say. And only a few seconds that would be trying to reopen the app to the <laughs> I only have one more game to do after this. Okay, I'm going to talk about the Bengals and the Chiefs. Do it. Um... The Chiefs are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Oh, there's so many good offences at the moment. It's so good. Like the, the thing for me with the Chiefs is that their defence is very bad. Mm. They can't stop running backs. They and because of that, you know, you could look at their numbers and think actually they haven't been too bad against wide receivers because they haven't had to be. Because yeah. people can just run straight through them for an ATR touchdown and it's fine. Although, in fairness, they did like throttle the Bengals in this game, kept them to ten points. Mm. Dalton only got like 140 something yards he has those games in him he, he does have those games one touchdown one interception you always say that Dalton loves a pick he threw one in this game he does love um, it Kareem Hunt is back yeah like fully and officially back mm-hmm. to the play he looks like last year he um, rolled in for three touchdowns and I think that's a reflection of to begin the year the Chiefs defence was so bad that they didn't have time to run the ball they had to pass every single time, mm. and they, you know, obviously Adam Holmes throwing a million touchdowns all the time, so it was fine. Yeah, um, but they're at a place now where they can lean on Kareem Hunt a little bit more. And he hasn't had stupid carries from week one and things like that. So it's going to help yeah, him. He, he looks, he looks fresh, like a powerhouse at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He, he scored the one touch and run where he broke like four different tackles. Yeah, and he looked um, great last week as well. Yeah, very very good. Um, and so I think that. Mahomes, it feels like he's slowed down a little bit the last couple of weeks, but even in this game, he still throws four touchdowns. Um, he's mixing with a couple of interceptions. Um, but the, the Chiefs are... You, you're not going to stop them on offense. No. You, you're just not. You're going you're gonna to have to outscore them, which is possible, like the Patriots did, but that's the only way you're going to beat them. And so because of how potent their offense is right now, with Hunt, with Tyreek Hill, with Watkins, with Kelsey, and obviously with Mahomes... They are legit Super Bowl contenders that they would probably be in the most exciting Super Bowl of all time if they got there. That'd be so good. And it'd be amazing. This year, I just can't wait for this to happen. Um, normally, when Dalton has a game like that, AJ Green suffers massively. But he had 117 yeah, yards. Dalton threw for 138. Um, and so, but it also means that the Bengals are now three and 16 when they play on Sunday Night Football. Oh, ouch! Hashtag not good. Not good. No. I have the New York Giants at the Falcons. Uh, so the Falcons are now 3-4 and four, and the Giants are 1-6 after the Falcons won 23-20. Um, just uh, away from this game quickly because um, I can pad some time. <laughs> uh, there's a guy in our fantasy league, our home league, who lost by one... Uh, one was it you? It was me. Don't talk about me as some abstract person. I'm the person <laughs> that lost by one no, point. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were he- saying about Tanner. Hang on. Oh, okay, Tanner. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, Odell Beckham. He didn't lose by one point and lost to the Odell Beckham touchdown with five seconds left in the game. Yeah, and it meant nothing. Yeah. So that sort yeah. of thing hurts. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't even but know what Ben did lose by one point. I've been off the radar. Ben did lose by a point, which and we'll get to maybe. I thought you were going to talk about that because I had Tevin Coleman and Sterling Shepard in that game. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest, where I'm at right now. Uh, so uh, the Falcons won. Premium content. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is premium <laughs> Uh, Eli, uh, Eli Manning nearly threw for 400 yards he had 399 yards and a touchdown which is outrageous yardage for him um, all them little defence for you little, yeah that is true yeah uh, Sterling Shepard had 167 yards Odo Beckham had 143 Barkley had 51 uh, Barkley then had 43 rushing and a touchdown as well he's um, still incredible for them yeah Odo Beckham looked good as well this week for the first maybe like first like wow he's a stud this week yeah dropped 
um, a two-point conversion, though, mm. which was not good. No. Um, Matt Ryan had 379 yards in the touchdown. Tevin Coleman, uh, he, he doesn't really tend to have crazy yardage, but he does always pop up for a touchdown. Ito Smith has sort of shrunk behind him. Didn't do anything all this week. Yeah. Uh, Julio Jones again, nine receptions, 104 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> when <laughs> is what? he going to score a touchdown? I know. When? If you're in a fantasy team, you just think go and buy him because it's due. That's what I'm. I'm playing Reed every week from Washington because Jordan Reed. Happen, he has to have touchdowns. So one week it's going to happen, and it'll be the week I don't play him. Yeah, I, I own Stefan Diggs in one league, um, and he had eight catches for 33 yards. Wow. Okay, for the Vikings. And then in the fourth quarter, in like one of the last plays of a game, Kirk Cousins throws a 34-yard touchdown to a player called Aldrick Robinson, mm. who ended the game with one catch for 34 yards and a touchdown. So in that one moment, double, just had more yards and a touchdown on one catch and digs did the whole game with eight catches. Do you know what uh, I'm hoping for this week, guys? Is that people... You know, my cat is going crazy. <laughs> so we'll just ignore them. Yeah, I, was, uh, I thought I was going mad. That people, <laughs> that people enjoy the uh, the content more than the uh, depth of content. Yes, enjoy the you know lack of meaningful come, insight and just embrace, the, embrace the chaos. The fun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that could be almost our like selling point. You know, mm. NFL coverage, which is terrible. Yeah, like uniquely bad. Yes. But in that chaos... But entertaining at the same ...arises time. some level of entertainment. Yeah. And, you know, there were some notes there, and it was only for me that, that my notes ran out about four games towards the end. Yeah. And I thought we did okay. We, we, we were good for maybe 30% of this podcast. <laughs> and, but and that was in the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't have any Pokemon talk this week, which is sad, but... No, I, I'm a little bit disappointed by that. Lewis! Yes, that's me. Do we actually have anything scheduled for you to learn this week? No, you didn't. But did you learn anything? Well, I watched a bit of NFL. Um, Great. Because... You learned that Philip Rivers didn't throw a touchdown this week. Yeah. <laughs> so you, did you watch the BBC Two? No, I just got to see bits. Yeah. Um, it was... Because that was Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? Did you then I was with look my wife. to see if you threw an inception or not? No, so I was... Um, because at the start of the season, if you remember, uh, my prediction was that Charged the Chargers the would win the Super Bowl. Ah. Yeah, so I've just been keeping a bit of an eye... On the yeah. Chargers? On the Chargers. Yeah. So maybe they might kick out the Seahawks, which I think you probably just picked up one day as your team just because. Yeah, The Chargers may become, may become a bit I, of a thing. Because I think I what I need to do is I need to pick a team. Mm. It will help. It will help a lot. Yeah. I don't know whether that's definitely going to be the Chargers because I picked no, them on a whim. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Great. Um, and as I got a little bit of beef about the fact that I should have chose the Rams, not the Chargers. Well, but who knows? Well, who who knows? Because the Chargers are actually coming into a nice little run of form. They are. It's true. Um, they does it help really you good. make your decision to well, know that they... Philip Rivers has eight children and isn't done? What? He yeah. has not had a vasectomy. Mate. Is that what you had, mean by he hadn't, he's not done? He has actively said... I want more. Well, so he was asked in an interview, he was like, okay, you've got eight children. Do you want more? He was like, hell yeah. What sort of vehicle does he have? Well, so this, is the, best, this is the best bit. So Nine the, motorbikes. The Chargers, <laughs> Chargers moved in the off-season from San Diego to Los Angeles, yeah? Mm. Philip Rivers did not move from San Diego to Los Angeles. He still lives in San Diego... And he has this like custom-made SUV that has a million screens inside it, so that he can watch game from on the way up. He he just does his own thing. Yeah, he just well, I mean, 
somebody drives him up there. So I was going to say, I'll be back. back. <laughs> 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 so he's got a um, hundred children in the back. Yeah. Right. But yeah, does that help you make your decision at all? Mm. It doesn't really affect Does it help it. you make your decision that they play in a stadium called the StubHub Centre that yeah, has that like maybe 32,000 seats? Yeah, and it's actually smallest stadium by a million miles. Also being played in by an MLS team? But they're building a new stadium. Yes. Look, he's... Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a little bit of this. Yeah, yeah. with no, the Rams. Learning. So they're going to join one it with the Rams. Look, it looks like an incredible stadium. Yeah, it? well, the NFL... Wait, so are the Rams moving out of the Coliseum again? Yeah, so the Rams are in charge to share a stadium which will have a shopping centre in it, like a legit shopping shopping centre, not like a you know a couple of shops. It's going to be like a massive mall. Mall, yeah. Uh, mm. NFL media, like NFL Network, are, oh, are yeah, moving yeah, there. The big, so yeah. the studio of the NFL going wow. to the stadium. It's a massive complex. It's going to have like cinemas. And it's, it's, a, it's a like a site. place you go to be entertained with football and many other things. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That, that'd be speaking, awesome. Speaking of many other things connected with football. Oh, yes. Do you know Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. It's a, it's a chicken restaurant in America. Oh, no. So it's, it's, I've never very, been it's a very popular chicken-based, like, fast food place in America, mm. um, made predominantly in the South, okay? But it's run by, uh, like, this is owned by a Christian family, so they don't open on Sundays. Mm. When the Atlanta Falcons built their new shiny stadium, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh, my. They put, put a, Chick a Chick-fil-A inside the stadium, but it doesn't open on Sundays when they have games at home. <laughs> so for oh, the no. one day a week where they're, they're, they're busiest... They actually make the most money. It's not open. It's wow. not open. Wow. <laughs> Little fact for you. Yeah? Yeah. the Chargers. Okay. They have the number three defence in the last three weeks. Lewis, this is beautiful. Where did you find us that? And four straight wins. Um, I, I follow him on Twitter. So nice. Yeah, Lewis is getting yeah. all in on the charges, I'd say, potentially. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm on. I don't know yet. That's good. I, I feel You're like right. learning of Lewis could almost be what can we learn from Lewis? Yeah, you've learned some things We've tonight. completely flipped on his head. Everything has changed. Mm. Justin Tucker missed such a point has changed everything. Yeah. It's we, it, we are in Me the and upside Ben are down. unprepared. We didn't watch football on Sunday. Lewis did. Yeah. It's mm. Tuesday recording from now on. Audio only. The cat's going crazy in the living room. I'm scared. What she, I'm going to go and see what she's done in there in a minute. Uh, We're in the upside down. I'm going to put some jack of potatoes on soon. Now. What are you having for tea mm. tonight? Uh, I don't know. Probably something to do with spaghetti. Um, I'm probably not eating because I'm going to play English football next. Yeah, but then what are you going to have for tea? Um, I don't know. Something when I get home, just make something. Wow. Kid lives on the edge. <laughs> uh, so uh, just remember, you can subscribe to this drivel. You can uh, <laughs> rate us. Um, and, uh, you can play it to a friend whether they want to hear it or not. That's true, but we don't get another listen for that. Download it on their phone. Have a great week. Either way, see us next says, week. But it's forgotten yeah. to say it this week. Have a great week. I just want to make sure everyone's safe and happy, really. Um, I touched something on the table. It's made my finger black. And so Was that on that piece of wood you threw at me? To ASMR. We finished the show as we began. It's a nice way to round it off, isn't it? In quiet and calm. I think I know where Ian's going with this. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's too predictable. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.